hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 27th of September, 2013, and this... This right here is episode 44. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. Have you seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet? No, no, I have not. It is it is currently in the to-watch queue here at uh, here at my house, but I, I've not gotten time yet. Oh, well, you should, make, you should make time because it's worth it. It's worth it. I won't spoil you, but they, they all die in the end. Well, doesn't everybody? And then they're going to start the actual show with completely new cast. Except... Oh. Except except for uh, Clark Gregg. Right. Okay. Agent. Agent, agent. <laughs> agent, agent Coulson. Coulson, yeah. <laughs> agent, agent Coulson. You know, uh, I, I think if we ever make a TV show, I think we should do that. Just have the pilot have everybody die. And then have, you know, the, and, the, the first episode just have completely different people. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll just be a complete, it'll be a completely different show. Yes. Actually, I, I don't know if you saw it. I was reading earlier, I think this week or last week, uh, apparently when, when they pitched Lost uh, to to the networks, it was a completely different show. I, I did read that. I think they said what, like the smoke monster was all going to be like solved in like the first three episodes. and Yeah, it was going to be like a law and order type type thing, apparently, which is like a, like a you know, uh, monster of the week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it ended up being completely, completely different, and uh, in some people's eyes, completely awesome, I guess. Um, but you know what? We should talk about other awesome things, other awesome things that have happened, like you know, this past week, like for instance, GTA Five, which didn't video happen. Video games this always week. a good topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the news has come out that uh, GTA Five. Uh, made eight hundred million dollars in its, in the first twenty four hours of being on sale. That is a day one sales record. That's pretty good. I, I think I, I remember back when um, Call of Duty Black Ops Two came out. Everybody was impressed that it made five hundred million dollars on day one. So, you know, an extra three hundred million in in that same day. That's pretty good. Eight hundred million, not three hundred. Eight hundred well, extra three hundred. All right. Yeah. Right. Yes, of course. Well, but e- either way, either way is good. Um, you it's... know, you know, if you, if you wanted to give me like, you know, 800 million or 300 million, I I I'd honestly I take either. I, know, I, I, I would think take I think I could as well. I could manage. <laughs> I'd buy several more houses. Yeah. So, uh part of part of this is that uh it's it's on track now to being the fastest selling game ever, which is which is crazy. But it is really popular. And uh, and a lot of people that I've talked to who have played it uh, have said that they've enjoyed it, and uh, I'm it's it's even actually somewhat piqued my interest in that. I think the last time that we talked about it, which was a while, like I think when we were talking about the Saints Row Four classification stuff, I was kind of a little bit eh about the whole thing. But the the uh, the reviews and the, the the things that people have been saying about the game have kind of made me 
interested in it. So uh, I may end up playing it at some stage when I have, you know, cash money to throw at games, which which doesn't cash happen money. very often. Is that like all, all like all like five dollar bills? You just like roll them around. Dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. Well, but it said one dollar bills, but you guys don't have those here, so it wouldn't really make much sense. Well, we don't actually have bills either. We just have notes, man. Jeez. Get the terminology right. But you, you pay the bills with the notes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. 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 Um, also, uh, well, while we were discussing dollars, uh, I also found out that, so Grand Theft Auto has actually already passed the one billion mark. They did it wow. on, the th- on the third day. That's, so, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Just, well, it's also considering. Uh, especially considering that the previous the previous game to reach that didn't it took way longer than that. Yeah, well, the the other interesting thing is that it it only I, I think oh, where was I? I was just reading somewhere. Um, yeah, it, it it took there. Yeah, uh, it only cost two hundred sixty million to develop and market Grand Theft Auto Five. So they've already what gotten five times their their investment. That's impressive. Yeah. Good on them is yeah. is all I have to say. Yeah. Speaking of opening records, uh Apple has also set them this past week, which is they're just they're just being set left, right, and center. Right. Apple set the another opening record for their opening weekend with the iPhone five S and five C sales. So they hit in the opening weekend, which is basically three days, uh they hit nine million devices. And uh, which, you know, previously uh, when the iPhone 5 came out, it was five, like they hit 5 million in that opening weekend and uh, the iPhone 4S hit 4 million. So this is like nearly double of any of the previous numbers that had uh, had come out before. Well, what you should say is that it's it's as if they sold the entirety of the uh, past two phone releases in this one. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Well, there is that as well. But yeah, I mean, I guess part of that nine million is, is the fact that there are two phones in that number. So it's it's not just the the five S. It's the five S and the five C. You might say that, but uh, part of part of the news that has come out uh, was from a, a place called uh, Localytics, which are a um, analytics type setup. Makes sense given their name. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they estimate that the 5S outsold the 5C based on their analytics uh, data uh, by three and a half to one. Okay. Um, so that suggests to me that, you know, that not the 5C didn't sell anywhere near as well as uh, people were expecting and that people were still buying the 5S. Or certainly, it certainly didn't sell as well as I was expecting. I was expecting it to be higher than that. Uh, but what you can count for as part of as part of those numbers is the China sales because China uh, was added to the day one uh, uh, sales country list uh, okay. this year for this particular phone, and uh, this is the first time that that's ever happened. And uh, well, they're they're a pretty big country. Yeah, I would so say I'm sure... the biggest. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that extra, you know, billionish people that are in China have helped the sales quite a bit. Yeah. 
and uh, I mean, you know, you, you have you have a number of different other factors that are in there as well. People people don't necessarily always upgrade every year, so there's uh, people that are buying this phone that only that uh, previously bought the 4s or the four, um, right. And then you've got you know certain people that have bought the five that are that are upgrading again. So there's there are plenty of factors that easily make up the uh, the extra four million over the top of you know the five sales last year. I think this is a, this is a good thing. I think it's a very good thing. Um, the iOS seven adoption rate, mind you, um, as as kind of part of this whole thing, right? Because iOS 7 was launched a couple of days before the phone was actually released and uh and within the first day of it being launched it hit 35% uh on on devices like uh, across uh, across the globe um so that that is both iPhones and uh, I- iPads so all iOS devices uh 35% share of of uh of the new operating system which is pretty high yeah, especially considering there's still people using Windows XP, you know, and that's what three three iterations back, something like that. Right. So uh, the best kind of reference, though, is to is to look at the uh, the Android install share, which I don't know what actually it is uh, specifically. So I'm looking it up right now, <laughs> um, but I do know that it's it's not that good. It's it never yeah, it's, it's a lot. It that, it's a lot more fragmented. Okay, so uh, so the highest on I'm looking at the developer Android website, uh, where they have a dashboard that shows you know the 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 current uh, version share, right. And uh, the highest one there is thirty six percent, thirty six point six distribution for uh, Jelly Bean four point one. Um, and that is higher than the thirty-six percent, but that is over the course of however many uh, months, years. I don't know how long has Jelly Bean right. been out. Well, Quite a while. you said that was four point one. Four point one. Yeah, we'll see. My phone's on four point two two. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even the latest. Um, if you combine four point one and four point two, which are both which both fall under the Jelly Bean uh, moniker. That's true. Uh, you're looking. You're looking at about forty five percent share, uh, and that's. But I, I mean, still that that's still over the course of you know after months after it's been released, and this is this is within the first day. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking at. So hold on, four point one first released July 2012. So right, a, so a year, it's over and a year bit. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that being, you know, and and you know, if you, I, I did actually have a look at one of the uh, websites that provides a, um, they provide a, uh, a live graph of of users of various iOS uh, versions, and uh, it already it already reached sixty percent uh, share <laughs> as of as of uh, to today, uh, which which kind of. Um, yeah, you know, so this week it hit sixty percent, which is which is well and truly above any Android uh, share, which is which is really good. I think it's I think it's it's a good thing, and I think it's like it, this is one of those things where you can you can kind of uh, you, you can you can kind of say that the way that uh, Apple handles uh, system updates like that uh, is much better than most Android devices, which is why this 
uh, which is why this works so why that works so well. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, also with, I guess, with an iPhone, you, you know that um, there's not as many devices, like many different devices out there, because it's just the one manufacturer. Right. right. And and uh, which like, which you know, makes it easier. Yeah. Um. So to continue on with the iOS and uh, and Apple news, uh, the one of the features on the new iPhone 5s is Touch ID. I think we talked about it last week and probably a little bit the the, the week before that. Uh, so Touch ID is the, one of the new features in in the iPhone 5s where you can uh, you can lock your phone or un, rather unlock your phone with with a, a fingerprint, uh, and you can do you you can do uh, you can make purchases on the App Store uh, with with a fingerprint as well rather than using your password. Um, very very handy type of uh security wait, wait, mechanism wait, like wait, stop there and let everyone appreciate that pun uh, sorry i'll uh, my i'm always told that i'm i'm uh i don't give my puns enough time to rest so i'm gonna <laughs> uh, let me try that again it's a very handy <laughs> all right go ahead solution for for dealing with uh for dealing with security on your on your device uh that being said it's already been hacked and it's like less. It's like a week later. Yeah. Now, I, I, for one, am not one who normally, you know, jumps up in Apple's defense. But I think the the hack is probably a bit more complex than most people would go through. Right. Uh, and so, I mean, this is this has been kind of a, a big uh, point regarding the like the iPhone five S when uh, since like just prior to its release, right? Because uh, it's, as soon as it was kind of announced, or rather, as soon as it was kind of rumored that there was going to be a fingerprint scanner, uh, all the security experts were all like, it's "Just it's not as secure as you think it is," it's, uh, you know, because uh, there is a bunch of web- websites that have uh, kind of reported this. Um, one of the ones that I have, uh, I, one of the blogs that I found, uh, actually describes the process that you have to go through in order to to do the hack. Um, which could be, I guess, both good and bad. Bad in the sense that now people actually know how to hack it, but it all, it it kind of explains how complex it really is that to uh, to actually follow through on this process. Right. It's it's pretty it's pretty full on. Like it requires, uh, you know, you, you have to like make a mold of your fingerprint uh, of the person's fingerprint, essentially. Um, yeah, and and th- is... that's assuming you could find a, a perfect fingerprint to get a mold of. Yeah, so you've got to have a perfect fingerprint. It can't be. It can't be. Uh, it can't be like uh, smudged or anything like that. So, uh, while while it means that Touch ID is not necessarily a super strong uh, method of secu- like securing your device, um, it does. However, it does mean that you know for for the most part, for the most common. Uh, uses of people you know locking their phone with a passcode and that sort of stuff which is this is basically uh there to not necessarily replace but to uh to add to i guess uh right i I still think this is i still think this is an okay method for securing a phone i mean that being said there are some um security 
obsessed individuals out there who uh, you know who still think that this isn't isn't a good idea. And for those people, I'd suggest that maybe you just have to uh, use a long password like you can already do on your phone. Um, and that being said, like even that's not going to be perfectly secure. And I mean, the thing is, is that most people, most of us, most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we're not actually that important. And uh, <laughs> you know, well, speak for yourself, Jelly. <laughs> data, data on us isn't necessarily worth that, like a lot of money. Like people don't care who my contacts list is, or right. uh, you know what photos I have on my phone. Um, most people don't care if people are going to be, you know, nicking my device or whatever. the The outcome is not going to be, oh my gosh, they sold my data. The outcome is going to be, oh my gosh, they sold my phone to somebody <laughs> on the street corner. Uh, because that's what people care about the most, really. Yeah. If we're like, like if we're r- truly honest, and having something like Touch ID makes that, uh more difficult, which I think is kind of the point of this, really. Right. Yeah, and I think people just shouldn't be aware that, and, and I think maybe this is where people have the problem, is I think Apple kind of sold it as, like, this is, you know, the end all of security, like, this is all you need, but it's not yeah. any more secure than really any other um, fingerprint recognition, you know, hardware-software combination. Like, it's, it's pretty much it's the same type of thing, so it has all the same issues. And and yeah, so it's 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 better for the normal user than, you know, typing you know one 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 as the password. But it's you know if they are like you said if they are really worried about data security, they, they probably shouldn't be putting anything on their phone anyway. Right, exactly. Um, and you know, for the most most part, people who are uh, concerned about security won't be. Um, they'll be they'll be doing other they'll be using other other methods to store their personal data or they'll use a different different device that that has uh i don't want to say higher security but more complex complex security or the ability to have more complex security i guess not that i know of any that are out there if you know of any let me know because interesting well what you do what you do is is you you carry around a pigeon with you at all times (laughs) <laughs> um, and 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 you you write notes on paper, but you write it um, in code, and you have right. you, you write the code down on a smaller piece of paper. The pigeon swallows the paper with the code on it. You write the the encrypted one, or you you rolled up tied to the pigeon. Send him where he need to go. The person will get the pigeon, see the note, wait for the pigeon to digest the other paper. You know, hopefully it's in a good condition when it comes out the other side. If he's like, that if they've decrypt. digested it, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be well, good. Well, they're going to have to. They're going to have the, to make the pigeon throw up. It, it, that's how secure <laughs> this is. All right. I think. I think we should just send a secondary. Uh, a secondary pigeon with the code tied to its its leg. Okay, but the second pigeon then takes a a longer a longer uh, route and sometimes goes back a little bit just in case it's being followed. Yeah. Yeah. And that way, that way, you have to track down both pigeons. I exactly. like this. I like this. Secure. It's secure data transfer from from your trusty jelly and bean. You can trust us with your data. Exactly. Right. pigeons. Because obscurity, security through obscurity, as they say. Yeah, is it, we'll, we'll call it. It's it's a 
instead of sending an SMS, it's an SPS, Secure yep. Pigeon. Uh, system. Don't remember. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Secure Pigeon System. Yep. That's what it's called. It's an SPS. Good, good, good. So, yeah, look, um, you know, the end result is that you know, Touch ID still protects you from the things that you're probably going to be more likely uh, to, to actually find yourself uh, being faced with. Uh, in that, you know, if somebody steals your phone or if you lose it or misplace it, people still can't get into your phone or it's very difficult for them to. In fact, it's going to be really difficult because they're going to have to find your th- your fingerprint, which isn't necessarily going to be on the device. I mean, it could be, but uh, it, the devices get pretty smudged because you move them around. Yeah, and um, one of the one one of the articles that we'll we'll post in in the show notes mentions that, like, if you use your thumbprint. For the thing, mm. like your your thumb's not really going anywhere on your device, like you know what I mean. Like you don't really use your thumb. Like if you're yeah. gonna type a text message, you're using your index finger. Your your thumb's essentially just gonna be holding one of the sides. And either way, you're never putting like you're never gonna sit there and put your full thumbprint on the screen at any point. Yeah, yeah. So look, I I think that I think uh, the very fact that Touch ID has been hacked is you know is not necessarily a it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it means that fingerprint security is you know, going to continue uh, to get better, I guess, and Apple's going to have to you know, reconsider the, the method that they use and it's only going to make them force them to do it better next time, right. I guess. Uh, so it's not necessarily a bad thing uh, and it certainly isn't going to be the sort of thing that you're, reg- you're you know, the dude that swipes your phone while you're sitting on the train uh, is going to be able to pull off or at least not easily so i don't think it's necessarily something to be too concerned about uh it is a convenient method of uh of securing your phone very convenient right and it's better than having no no security whatsoever right exactly that's all the apple stuff i've got well there is one more if you'd like to hear more uh negative things go on Okay. Well, I was, I was, I was letting you prepare yourself, you know, to to ignore it. <laughs> well, I can still ignore it. I can ignore it by cutting it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, well, the, the issue is apparently there's a bug in iOS seven that allows anyone who knows how to reproduce said bug, which I'm actually not sure how, because the article I'm reading doesn't actually tell me how, but apparently other people know how. Um, but it involves uh, if you have the control center on your lock screen. Yep. That uh, someone can use that to get into your camera app. Uh, and from well, there, you can, can get, get to your camera app without the control center. But yes. Uh, okay. Well, maybe maybe it's just an issue with the camera app then. But they can get from there. Okay, so wait, hold on, I'll read it. Here goes. After following the steps to reproduce the bug, the attacker can open the camera app from the multitasking window and then open the photos app from there. Yes. So they can go they go into your photos, can see all your photos, but can also share all your photos. Gosh, so, that's horrible. So if you have, you know, any photos on your phone of you, you know, wearing that wig and the dress and, you know, someone uh sees it or has your phone, they can see that, and they can share that on Twitter for you. Handy. 
Yeah. I do like wearing dresses. Yes. Yes, but you don't like sharing those photos, and that's the important part. Yes, that is the important part. So, Um, like, obviously, with with any big release, there's always going to be issues. This one just seems like maybe you should hold your phone a bit close to you until, if you assuming you have photos you're worried about, um, just until that gets solved, I guess. Yeah. I'm just, or, I'm just testing to see if I can actually do it. <laughs> or you can just I'm, disable control center access on the lock screen, and then that solves all the issues. Can you do it? doesn't work for me. When I get into the camera roll, like, I can't, I can't do anything. I hit doesn't double tap maybe i'm doing it wrong yeah but i mean again i guess it's one of the things someone says that you know um it's one of the things that i guess if the if the attacker has access, physical access to your phone so i guess you've, you've almost you've almost kind of lost the battle at that point yeah i would agree with that like you know you know what i mean like you've already let it you've already let it go a step too far if uh, of course that obviously assuming it's not just you know someone pranking you and again sending out photos of you in, in the dress but you know like i, I guess I, if don't, someone's I don't understand seriously... what, what your obsession with me in a dress is being, well um... last episode was uh my little pony <laughs> this one is dress photos i just you know i i have to have a I, thing each episode that's, that's my but, that's my new see, thing I, is to have a thing i think i think we figured out that uh that the my little pony was your obsession not mine I think that was the which, uh, that was which the one means we that this one with. obviously has to be yours. <laughs> I I you're the one that seems to be obsessed with me in a dress. Do you have do you have well, lingering feelings? You're for me you're the one who has the dress photos on your phone. I mean, come on, which which one of us here is the one with the problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are no dress photos on my phone. Just going to point that out. <laughs> mm, yeah, let's talk about the next thing. So Valve the would you say makers of Steam? Yeah. Okay. Valve, the makers of Steam, have announced a operating system, Steam OS. They've. You can tell they spent a lot of this time coming in, coming up they, with the name. Yeah, they really did. They yeah. they worked really hard on that name. Uh, essentially, it is a Linux-based operating system. That you're really just supposed to use to uh, play Steam games, music, videos, photos. So, so, I guess sort of like a media center type device is what they're hoping to use Steam OS for. Uh, right. right now, it it plays according to all their paperwork. It plays hundreds of Steam games, which is definitely not all of them, because it's, essentially it's the oh. ones that are are um. That uh, work on yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so that's that's going to be a limited supply. But I, I mean, I, one would assume that if they're going to be trying to push this, they're going to make as many games as possible work. So they're going to be, you know, right. Um, going back, I guess, to the developers, going, look, here's you know, x amount of dollars, make it work. <laughs> yeah. So it, it'll in the, in that sense, it'll be very similar to you know, launching a game on an, on a console, really, because. Let's be honest. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's a Steam console. Yeah. What what they have said is that uh, for the games that don't work, 
directly on SteamOS. If you assuming you have a, a Mac or a PC that can play the original game, you can stream it from your computer to whatever device has SteamOS, which will okay theoretically be sitting in front of your TV, and then will will work like that. Uh, yeah. So the the OS is supposed to have all the same features, I guess that steam normally would so you know you get the 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 chatting and the friends list the friend sorry not the friend sharing the family sharing uh yeah so last week that's correct and and the marketplace so essentially anything you can do on steam other than play non-linux games uh you'll be able to do on steam os (laughs) (laughs) uh there are a lot of games that aren't linux based so yeah just going to point that out yeah, but uh, well, this I is mean, early that... days, and really, it's it's an it's an early announcement. It's an early announcement, so uh, it's not like you know this is this is going to be the case forever. They're they will obviously uh, push for developers, and they'll also develop you know their own games uh, to work on this system. So because you know it's it's worth it for them because money, 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 money. Yeah, oh, those those companies and their money. <laughs> they love their money, and they sure do. Um, yeah, so it's expected to launch in 2014, so next year. Uh, no, no more specifics than that. So they haven't said, at least, at least nowhere that I've seen has, has it said anywhere other than just sometime next year. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. If that's early, mid, late, spring, summer, fall, winter. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's one of those. It's more, it's, it's some, some combination of a season and a. Uh, section of the year. Right. Uh, but yeah, so, so, okay, so it's an OS. And then that was their first announcement. Uh, and then their second announcement was the Steam Machine, which, wait for it, is a machine that will run the Steam OS. So it's not a machine that creates Steam? Well, no, because that's... I mean, you, you can really do that with, with anything that heats up water. <laughs> I think there's already a couple of those out. <laughs> oh, I thought this might be something specifically to make steam. Though I'm sure if you poured water on it, um, smoke <laughs> might come out. That's close to steam. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be very long, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so the, the steam machine is... Uh, like they they made a really big announcement about it, but I feel that's that's really all it is. Like that that one line is okay. It's it's essentially it's their their version of a console, right? Yeah. So so it's essentially what SteamOS is made for. It's uh it's a it's a console to to play uh play these games on. Right now they've they've also mentioned though that that the Steam machine isn't the only device you'll be able to run SteamOS on, and you can in fact run SteamOS Woo. on whatever you want. So iPad. Yep, I, well, I don't know if it would work, but sure, you're, you're more than welcome to try. <laughs> no, it won't work. Um, yeah, so that means you don't no. necessarily have to spend whatever amount of money they're charging for a Steam machine. You can go, oh, I already have a computer with the same specs. I can just put that in front of the TV and you know, run SteamOS on it. And that's, a, that's essentially what it is. Right, right. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's an OS that you can run on any computer uh, and just... Like if you've got a if you've got a computer already attached to your TV, you can just install this and use that. Um, but they will have an actual console that you can you know that you can use if you don't have a machine that's already in front of uh, that's in front of the TV. I guess I guess this is probably yeah. like the easy the easy way of 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 getting Steam attached to your TV. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, you could just 
you know, have an HDMI cable, but, but Hey, that's too much work for some people. They need a, a dedicated, uh, steam box. Well, you need a dedicated Xbox. Uh, but I also, I don't play the Xbox games on the computer. I've, I've cut I out could. that computer side of it. Oh, I see. Well, this, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, this, the steam, steam machine, steam OS is basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Yeah, it is quite similar. Now, uh, Valve also has a third announcement that's supposed to come down, I want to say Friday, uh, Friday in the US. I don't know what it is. People are saying maybe it's a controller, but I find that's really boring. You know, like, would you, would, you know, if, if you were, if you were someone, you know, a company like Valve, I don't, I don't know if you'd have a, a countdown timer on a web page. It'd be like, we, we've developed a controller. People would be like, oh, okay, you know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a controller that also that creates steam. Mm. Yes, that's true. <laughs> or it it could be some sort of like um. Oh, I've just forgotten what it's called. The virtual reality stuff. Ah, uh, like like a Oculus headset Rift. type thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the maybe maybe, maybe it'll stuff. be something like that, or some others form, of, or maybe it'll be like a connect like technology where it's not just a, you know device that fits in your hands and has buttons on it or maybe it's just a controller that makes steam yes, and i'm thinking true. i'm thinking steam like like you know how you have like you have rumble feedback uh yeah. and so you get the, like the shake and stuff this will mm -hmm. be steam that like that that is shot out onto your hands so that when you touch things that are hot you get burned well see that that could be it, but i i think the more likely scenario is that all the games that are going to be able to play on SteamOS are um, train simulators. Uh, so it'll it'll be nothing but steam locomotives, and it'll just shoot out of top of the controller for you. Uh, indeed, indeed, to, to just to make it that much more realistic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I you know what? I can't see anything else that makes much more sense than that. I, I think I think I think we've reached the top level of sense here. Uh, right. Yeah. No, that makes that makes all the sense that there there is all of it. There is no more. Mm -hmm. So, in other news, in movie news, movie, let's move on to movies. So, Pixar has announced uh, that they're not going to be doing a film next year. Um, so, previously, there was going to be two films next year. Uh, there was going to be The Good Dinosaur and there was going to be Finding Dory, uh, which were both coming out at some stage next year. And now, neither of them are. Okay. Basically, what they've done is they've uh, they've delayed them for a year so that they can make the best film possible, in their words. Uh, so that means that uh, we won't get them until 2015. Uh, but you know that's okay because you know they, they, they've had other films that have been delayed. Uh, I'm fairly certain that uh, Finding Nemo was originally delayed and Brave was delayed uh, originally as well, uh, and. Uh, you know they 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 just continually make good films so i think we can i think we can forgive them for that but we did talk about uh we did talk about the good dinosaur and another of the films which was uh, inside out uh that they that they're working on uh which is coming up uh which are coming up i guess now in 2015 and uh yeah i guess i wonder if that means that we're going to get three films in 2015 well it could also mean that they've they're going to push those back as well, but they'll just wait a bit. Yeah, but they, us. Have, 
Yeah, they haven't they haven't announced that yet, uh, as far as we know. Uh, so, as far as we know, uh, we will get. No, actually, we won't get Toothed Films on 2015 because Finding Dory has actually been delayed until 2016. Uh, so, um, they. The the Good Dinosaur will premiere on November twenty five, two thousand fifteen. Okay. Inside Out is uh, is scheduled for June nineteen, two thousand fifteen, and uh, Finding Dory is now pushed back to June seventeenth, two thousand and sixteen. I mean, yeah, I guess it's what it's it's six six to at least six months between each of the movies. So, like, I guess yeah. it's enough time for marketing and, you know, not worrying about movie overlap for, from from a sales point of view. I don't, I don't know if that's enough time at this point for a, you know, uh, production point of view. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I, I guess they're they're working on them all in tandem, right? Like, it's not like they they finish one and then start on the other. Right. Um, they're already working on all three of these films. Uh, in various, they're all in various stages of uh, of being finished, um, which you know, which is to say, none of them are finished. Yeah. Um, which is possibly why they're being pushed back. <laughs> that uh, sounds like a good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, I think that you know, we're, we're probably set to get some really good films out of these. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to both, uh, both the Good Dinosaur and Inside Out. I've been kind of. Uh, ready for an, a new Pixar film uh, since since Brave um, and we haven't really had one since then and uh, like which I, I believe we talked about last time we talked about this stuff um, <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm hoping that uh, something good will come out of this but you know it was, this was mostly just to, to let people know that no films next year no yeah, Pixar so movies we'll, we'll be sad for a year and, and then a bit and then we'll be happy again yeah, well, that's that's how it that's how it will work according okay. to my. Well, as long as long as long we're prepared for that that year long, year and a bit long depression. Mm, mm, mm. So, finally, in uh, news related to videos, but not to movies. Well, I guess to movies, but mostly just to video. <laughs> videos of cats. Yes. Cats and uh, and uh, Bavis boys and foxes and and what things foxes may or may not say. I see. Yes, there is yeah. that one. Yes, uh, I, I feel like I had to reference and, that, and then people could go watch it, and they'll go, "What is he talking about? What is the thing with foxes?" And then they'll be entertained. Right. Not that and, they are. Not that they style. aren't entertained from us. That is. After after they right. after they finish listening and they can go look after it up. The, after this they will uh, they'll go and they'll look it up and uh, but uh, yeah and Gangnam Style so yeah. uh, all of these the, the thing that all of these things have in common is YouTube That's and true. Uh, probably the uh, if if we're all being honest YouTube's comment section is probably the pit of the internet <laughs> yeah yeah it uh, definitely is filled with Filled with trolls and general, general douchiness. Um, however, YouTube has started rolling out a uh, an update to their comment section uh, in an effort to, I guess, 
clean up the streets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give it to the riffraff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, the idea here is that they're going to be your your comments will be tied from from now will be tied to a Google Plus account. Uh, so whenever you comment, you'll have the option to uh, to uh, basically post it on on both YouTube and Google Plus. Uh, but either way, your comments will now no longer be anonymous. Well, I think I think they've actually been doing that for a while. At least you've had the option of that for a while. Um, right. Uh, I think oh, I'm trying to remember when it happened, but I, I I've, I'm actually a bit behind the times. I actually thought that you already had to do this for everybody, but it must have just been a optional thing that you had to be able to do that. It's see, very possible that it was like a trial. Yeah. Well, see, one of the things that I've done is I, I have an extension in Chrome that blocks. All, the whole comment section. So I've actually forgotten it was there until this news came out. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> YouTube comments. Those are terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, the YouTube. I just, I just refuse to read them. Um, it's, it's just not worth it. But yeah, look, the the comment, the comment section is going to be getting a uh, a a revamp. The idea here is to uh, is is that you know people will not post awful stuff when they are not anonymous when people know who they are yeah yeah which which i think ma- makes sense because you know like there's there's lots of comments you read and you go there's no way that you know that had that guy's name on it he would ever call you know that the other guy's mother such terrible things <laughs> right right because you know somebody could track you down yeah and uh and do nasty nasty things to you um there is that uh, but look, I, I would say that, uh, I would say this is a good thing in all honesty. Uh, you know, comment, the, the comment sections, uh, not just in, on YouTube, but across the internet are typically, uh, are typically the, uh, the bane of content creators, uh, existence. Um, and YouTube is probably the worst example of all of them, uh, or the best example. The best example of the worst of them. Yeah, the best. Yeah, that's 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 basically how it is. Uh, and you know, it, the, the the very fact that they're trying to do something about this is is really good. Um, and I I I, I applaud their applaud their efforts. Yeah, well, I mean, I th- I think it's one of those things that it, it it'll help the comments there to actually be meaningful. Um, and so, you know, if you say you have a video of, you know, of a cat, cause it's the internet. So it has to have a video of a cat. The comments won't, won't be full of, you know, one guy going, oh, it's a stupid cat. And another person going, you hate cats. And then a third person going, I wish all cats would die. You know, like it would actually be someone going, oh, this is a great video. I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything that would actually be a useful comment because it's been so long since I've seen one. I like the shot that you took of this cat. It's uh the 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 filmography is very good. Yes, I I, I like the the bokeh behind the cat. You know the 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 hexagonal shape it brings out. Just oh, it brings out the cat's eyes. The 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 lighting of the cat is just it just makes the colors really pop. Yeah, yeah. See see, there's not enough posts like that on YouTube. <laughs> and they're more fun. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> more of this, more of that sort of thing will be fun. Now, this is the sort of thing that is going to get people up in arms, uh, most likely, because, you know, people are going to be 
crying about uh about the idea of um you know free speech and that sort of thing people always that's that's they that's the first thing that they run to whenever you whenever you mess with their content comment section um you kids in your free speech See, I, I feel like this is this is actually a really like I think this is a really good thing on many many levels, right? Because not only is it going to clean up the sort of uh, the, the the worst of the worst comments because people aren't necessarily going to be posting them while they're when they you know when they're known for what they're actually saying. Uh, it also means that uh, that you know it's going to force some of these people to some of you know the people that use. Uh, use the comment section who don't necessarily want to be named as when, when they're making the, making comments about stuff, it's going to force them to actually create content elsewhere. Yeah. And at the same time, I think it'll, it'll make it just a slightly better experience for everybody else. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it, this brings up a good point. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of popular science. Um, I, I, th- I know they were a magazine at one time, but I'm never sure if magazines are still magazines now or if they've just switched to to web only. But also, say- so, but but are they so that were they just called science in the beginning, and then when they got really like well known, they became popular science? No, 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 they started off as unpopular science, and then and then it was like ah. and then it was like meh science, you know, because everyone was kind of ambivalent towards them, and then it became popular science. Ah, I see. Okay, yeah. I see how it works. Um, they uh, announced, I think actually yesterday, or the day before. So it's it's funny because it's, it's all just all this is coming around at the same time. Um, they announced that they're disabling comments throughout their site because, uh, and they, they mentioned they mentioned one of the things is I mean obviously you know moderation takes you know effort from people to you know to make sure that it isn't just you know loads and loads of hate speech and whatnot as because it is the internet um but yep. they, they mentioned that uh there was a study done that you know if you, if you showed someone comments like you know uncivil comments like polarized people who are reading some other topic so that you know so essentially the, the comments um distort your view of whatever it is you're reading about Mm, which obviously you know for it this it's probably more important for something like you know a science magazine you know because it's all sciencey probably less important for videos of cats but it's still an interesting take on on that that you, you know it, it may make some videos better or some worse depending on the comments that were there before maybe maybe the comments improve the video who knows um but <laughs> you know your your i guess your your take on whatever you're viewing is going to be different when you know you read someone talking about your mother you know, obviously, maybe you'll get a bit more angry, and maybe in, in your angry stage, you won't like the cat video as much. Mm, mm. I can see where you're going with that, and I, I look honestly like that's that's a, a a method that a lot of people have used uh, over the past few like the over the years to deal with you know negative comments and stuff like that. Is just okay. Well, I'm just going to stop people from being able to post comments, and then they'll stop altogether. Uh, and while that's a legitimate method of doing it, I think it's I think it's kind of a bit uh, it's a bit full on, really, because I mean it does stop people from from being able to easily share opinions and that sort of stuff. Uh, but that being said, like I said, like like I said, uh, you know, before 
this sort of this sort of method where they're stopping people from actually being able to post comments and stuff like that or per, being able to post comments anonymously uh it's it is going to end up forcing them to create their own content and if they don't they're not actually necessarily um if they're not actually motivated enough to uh to you know create their own content then it's just going to kind of disappear into the ether which is not necessarily a bad thing always i mean sometimes it is but sometimes it's not and it's kind of one of those things where you just have to uh, I, I think it's almost the way that youtube is doing it by attaching these comments to actual people is possibly a better solution than to do just straight up uh you know ditching comments altogether like right. popular science because uh, you know part of the thing part of uh yeah part of any good content is you know, is a, is a healthy amount of discussion and uh not everybody has a podcast or a blog or anything like that to to actually uh you know to make their say known uh and so comments are really way of, a good way of doing that making it really really easy to do so uh and that being said you know it's probably better that we don't have a lot of a lot of lot of content uh, creators out there because um let's be honest the internet is full of content already yes but that you shouldn't make any you guys should make content but you should make it in a way that is respectful of others and and also helps promote jelly and bean yes it should it should always promote jelly and bean yes Every, mm. everything you do do for jelly and bean yes i'm pretty sure that's the law yeah that's true it's, the law it's it's uh, uh i'm trying to think of a good a funny you know name of of the law but the, nothing's funny about law it's the jelly and bean law oh, the law a... of jelly and and bean I don't know. This it's not really funny, but this there's not really any way. But it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's just how it is. It's just how it is, people. It's just how it is. And speaking of how it is, it is time to end because that's just how it is. So, if you would like to uh, read any of the articles that we have talked about on today's show, you can do that. Uh, the articles will be online as they usually are, uh, you can find them at jellyandbean.co forward slash 44 because it's the 44th episode. Hooray! Now, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do that as well. Uh, you All you need to do is jump onto our website. We have a contact form it's at jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. Uh, now you can also get in touch with either of us individually. Bean is at Brandroid Attack B R A N D R O I D A T A C K on Twitter, and I am at Jelly Bean Sue. You should also, while you're at it, while you're getting in touch with us and reading all the show notes, you should also jump on iTunes and give us a give us a review or a rating, because that's really good and it's a it's really nice and you know you guys are awesome and we like hearing from you. That's just another way you can do it. So you can you can go easily go to jillianbean.co uh, forward slash iTunes to do that, and uh, we'll read it. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>